Angie, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. We are the Faithless Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together, and we hope that you'll enjoy your time with us. Yeah, so welcome back. We are looking at Colossians. We are at the very tail end here. Um, and today we're going to talk through Colossians 4, chapter 4, verses 2 through 6. So we talked um, yesterday about slaves and masters and what that kind of looks like for us and how we sometimes put ourselves in the position of slavery and allow things to um, be masters over us and how we are in authority over others as well and just um, how this originally was definitely... Um, intended to be a slave and master situation um, that was being addressed, but it can apply to us now even, um, just in the different positions that we are in. So today um, we're going to talk through what my um, Bible calls further instructions. (laughs) Yep. Carrie, do you want to read two through six for us? Yep, out of the NIV. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful, and pray for us, too, that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. To the point of the story, not the story, which is real. That one, um, like the end of that, the be wise in the way you act toward others or act toward outsiders, make the most of every opportunity, and let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so you may know how to answer everyone. Mm-hmm. That is like chock full right there. Yeah. Yeah. Suzanne, I'm hearing a lot of feedback on Angie's phone. Can we just cut that last section and just restart again with what you were saying? Let's just start over again. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that, you guys. That's no, okay. that's okay. Is everything okay, Angie? No, she thinks she needs to go to the hospital again. So, um, oh boy. She just she's had a rough couple of days. Uh, so, anyway. That's well, okay. Let's I know we're trying to get this done and your phone's dying, but how about a quick prayer for your mom? Well, thanks, Terry. I yeah. appreciate that. Ethel, Ethel, right? Ethel, yeah, Ethel. Father, we just come to you um, right now on behalf of Ethel. Lord, we pray that you would calm her spirit. We pray that whatever's going on, Lord, that... Um, Maybe she can just talk to somebody and not have to go to the hospital. We pray for Angie as she um, is worried about her mom. We just pray for um, everything to turn out well for Ethel, that you put your hand on her, Father, that you give her um, your mighty hand of healing. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Carrie. I appreciate that. And all of you. All right, so we're going to start again, right? Yeah. Did, do you, should we um, just say we're done for today and we can regroup tomorrow or Thursday? Uh, well, let's try it's and get this like one done. That's all right. Let's try and get this one done, and then, I'll, and then maybe we could stop. 
Um, okay. Okay, so I can. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Ready. Okay. Hi, I'm Angie, and welcome to the Faithless Sisters. We are four women who love Jesus and who love studying the Word of God together. Um, we enjoy our fellowship and our friendship, and um, we hope that you will enjoy this time with us today. Okay, so we are on the tail end of Colossians here. Um, we are today going to be in chapter 4, and we're going to look through verses 2 through 6. Um, yesterday we talked about slaves and masters and how that pertains to us today, um, versus how it was, um, you know, intended to begin with, where it was definitely a slave and master relationship, um, the directives that were given there in those situations, um, but how we can apply that to whatever situations that we're in today, because in, in reality, we all give someone um, authority over us and how we have authority over others as well. Um, but today, uh, my Bible calls this passage here, Further Instructions. So just some generic things that we're going to talk about that are instructions to carry us further. So, (laughs) Carrie, (laughs) would you like to read that for us? Sure. Colossians 4, verses 2 through 6 out of the NIV. Devote yourselves to prayer and being watchful and thankful. And pray for us, too, that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I think these are really, really good concluding instructions. Kind of sums it all up. Um, A lot of prayer time going on here. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. I think that is so huge, 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 huge that we oftentimes um, overlook maybe just we get busy about life and we get busy about routine and we get busy about doing whatever it is that we're supposed to do. And I think we don't necessarily um, keep in mind that whatever it is that's being presented to us is an opportunity to influence quote unquote outsiders Mm -hmm. um, and for us to represent um, Jesus, because we do. And I think a lot of times, um, especially in the heat of the moment, sometimes we forget that. Mm. Yeah, there's a quote by Stuart Allen. It says, the world cares little about Christian doctrine or ritual, but carefully notes the words and actions of those who profess the name, profess to name the name of Christ. Yeah. Right. So our behavior is really what's professing Christ more than anything else. Mm-hmm. That's it. Our attitudes, our behavior. Yeah. 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 So, so that makes it real clear. We need to be connected to God first for that. Yeah. 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 I don't remember who it was, but and it's a famous person, and I'll think of it as soon as 
we're done recording. Of course but, you um, yeah. Somebody said, you know, I Wait, do was it hate me? this no, Jesus. <laughs> Someone almost equally as famous as Rosemary. Um, I do not hate this Jesus. I hate these Jesus followers or I hate these Christians. Yeah. What is it? I'm saying that way wrong. I've heard something like that, though. I, oh. I cannot tell you who the quote's from, but it is pretty much that. Yeah. Uh, Mother yeah. Teresa was quoting Gandhi, and she was mm-hmm. saying, he said that if Christians actually believed like their faith says, there wouldn't be any more Hindus in the world. Oh. Ah. Hey. Well, that's wow. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's unfortunate that we don't always walk um, or live our lives the way the Word says we should be living our lives if we're really following Jesus. And I think that that's a disconnection. When we're not living our life like we should, it's because we're not connected to the vine properly. You know, we're not making enough um, of an effort to stay a part of uh, the family of God. So well, when I yeah, read and these, he starts this sec- oh. when I read he these words, it's devote. With prayer. Yeah, devote yourselves mm-hmm. to prayer. Mm-hmm. I mean, devotion mm-hmm. is a yeah. that's a pretty strong word, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's mm-hmm. not a word I throw around very often, um, and I can count on you know two hands the things I'm devoted to or the people I'm devoted to, probably. Um, so that's mm-hmm. a that's a big word. Um, yeah, are we giving it the um, place in our lives that we need to give it in order to stay connected to the Lord? Mm-hmm. And to know the Word so that you're ready to give an answer to every man that asks. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. is, um, I, I was cleaning for a woman one time, and she said, I think that our, what she called them religions, I think our religions are pretty much the same. So what makes yours, what makes them different? And I just blanked out, and I had nothing. And then all of a sudden, it clicked in my mind that um, we're, we need to have an answer that answers Jesus. And the biggest difference is that we are, um, oh, and I, I forget the word, evangelical. We're evangelical. That's the, you know, the biggest mm-hmm. difference between her religion and our religion. But I didn't have an answer, but the Lord just put that in my mind, and it was it was the right answer. So He'll do it for sure. So it's like I'm just kind of looking at the order of things again, and it's how we pray, we get connected to Him, and then we, and then as we act and we move out, we need to have those eyes open and our ears open, like you just said, Terry. And God will speak right into that situation, and He will mm-hmm. open that door. I think there have been times it's like he's opened that door and I'm like, oh, no, close that door. (laughs) I'm like, I don't want to say anything. (laughs) I don't want to say anything to this person. It's really scary, Mm -hmm. you know. But um, (laughs) I don't know. But I think he will do it. And um, I think he is faithful. And he's the one who opens those doors. That's right. We don't have control over that. And I think sometimes it could sound like as Christians are going, I will make sure this person knows. Like, that's where people are picking up going, yeah, no, 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 right? But God knows the hearts of the other people. Yeah. So when they ask those questions, being able to ask from our, um, our time with him, it comes out of that. 
what we've mm-hmm. learned with God, it comes out of our closeness to Him. Yeah. And it can be fresh if we devote ourselves, if we're consistently praying, if we're consistently looking to Him. Mm-hmm. It's always fresh. It's always new. And if we ask him to keep our eyes open to see the opportunities, because sometimes that's a big problem. I've, I've done that, I don't know how many times, you know, being in a conversation or talking to a lady in the line at the grocery store from six feet at this point. But, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something will come up and, um, and then I'll, I'll miss the opportunity. Or I get out in the car and I'm like, oh, I should have said this or, you know, I could have said that. Um, so you have to um, be ready for it and to ask the Lord to open your eyes to opportunities to give an answer and to um, have eyes to see those opportunities when they do pop up. You know what? You're right, Terry. In this time in particular, there's a lot of opportunities. People are, are concerned. They're just like, I think a lot of people have adjusted. About now, they're kind of starting to adjust. They've got their routine. They know how they're going to get groceries. They know how they can take care of themselves. But in that whole process, people are lonely. People are scared. Um, there's a lot of opportunities that God is opening up right now in particular. But he's always doing it. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. he sure was doing it yeah. here for Paul. You know, mm-hmm. opening doors. And Paul was encouraging everybody to be aware to be watching for those doors to be open. Be ready when they are. So yeah, can... it's almost like, remember that Remember that commercial where the lady's standing against the door going, open, open, open. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's the way we need to be. Yeah, we do, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Mm. Yeah. And I like that Paul here just kind of, to me, you know, I always look at Paul as this, super spiritual man and um but when he's in here it kind of showed me that he's he's humble he's aware that he's just a man and he wants them pray for me so that I don't miss the opportunities that I'll know the right thing to say in which says to me sometimes I don't Mm -hmm. so pray for me and that I I should proclaim it as I should Mm -hmm. so the some people need it proclaimed one way some people need it proclaimed another way, and their mm-hmm. um, the discernment to be able to say, okay, now how how am I going to get that into this particular person where they need it? Mm-hmm. And Paul's saying, sometimes and, and, I don't get it. I need you to pray for me. Yeah. And I think that cue comes from the Spirit. I think so. It's, it's a leading from, from the Holy knowledge. Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's this why if you're praying yourself, and you have other people mm-hmm. praying for you, then you're more apt to be led by the Spirit. You're more open to that leading, I think. That's why mm-hmm. it is important for us to pray for one another. I mean, we're all in this together, right? Um, and the whole idea of the Christian family is that we want to show forth the love of God and to show that God is a good God and to encourage other people to come to know Him. So we should be praying. You know, I should be praying for the three of you saying, Lord, give them eyes to see opportunity and give them the right words when the time comes. Um, We should all be praying Mm -hmm. that for each other. And that's what Mm -hmm. Paul asked for. That would be a great thing for us to be praying for one another. Mm -hmm. One of of the things I'll tend to say is, Lord, your words in my mouth. 
please don't yeah. make them mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, even as I walk into situations, sometimes before I would teach or something like that, it's like, God, I'm laying this all before you. It's your words, yeah. God. Yeah. And the thing that's cool about that sometimes as we teach, like people come up after and they go, wow, and you said blue shoes are so cool. It's like, I, don't, I didn't say blue shoes were cool. It's like you're thinking in your head. But <laughs> yeah. the Holy Spirit is translating and saying, no, blue, blue shoes, shoes are cool and you need yeah. to take care of it. It's a message just for that person. Yeah. 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 When we let the Holy Spirit do its thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause and the other thing, too, this you... isn't a passive. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, this isn't passive. This no. is a very deliberate, consistently moving out type of action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In verse two, he calls us to um, be watchful and yeah. thankful. Mm-hmm. So it is. Mm-hmm. It, it is absolutely an action-based um, admonishment. Be watchful. Mm-hmm. Be thankful. Mm-hmm. Be prayerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be aware of the way that you act toward outsiders. Mm-hmm. I've always thought that Philippians, yeah. the whole thing, is just one big action-packed book. It's just um, one after one thing after another after another. Action, action, action. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you think of it, the whole Bible is kind of well. Yeah, it's sort of packed. Yeah. 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 That's funny. That was good. But I mean, it, but that kind of helps us know we're, it's not passive. Being a Christian is not a passive right. life. Mm-hmm. Even people who are like monks or nuns or something like that, they are actively engaged in prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, they are aggressively, not maybe aggressively, but just very consistently pursuing God Earnestly. and pursuing His will yeah. and pursuing Vigilant. others. Yeah. 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 Well, I love this verse six. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. And I got, I, I did get carried away a little bit with that seasoned with salt, because yeah. I grew up pretty much with the teaching that that meant the word, that the salt was the word. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, it um, could be the word. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't I know that that's it only be. it. But, but then yeah. I did some more commentary study, and one of the things I, I read was that it translates wit, W-I-T, or sense. So seasoned with a little humor and with mm-hmm. common sense. And I liked that a lot because I thought, you know, how often we get kind of churchy sounding sometimes, right, when we're talking to people, especially if, we're, if we feel like we're, we've got something they need in particular. Um, but I love that. So, so, you know, talk with a little sense and with a little humor when you're talking to people. Um, and that might go a long way towards helping you have that answer for everyone. And I've heard... Yeah, part of it is just listening to where they are. Mm-hmm. Meeting them right where they're at, not where you're expecting them to be. Not where you're expecting really listening them to be, for yeah. that one piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, salt um, <clears throat> is a seasoning, you know, that, and, and it's also a preservative. Mm-hmm. So your words should be, um, salt adds flavor as long as you don't give too much salt. So you can't give too much salt, but just enough to flavor your words so that it sounds, it, it tastes good when they take it in. 
And um, it's also a preservative. So if you, I think the words of God are, you know, trying to preserve their, um, to preserve their souls, to preserve salvation for them. And so make sure you, you know, you know what to say in that area too. But um, well, the salt, either way you look at it, is really good. And I like what you said too, Angie. It was just interesting. Like I said, I always, I grew up always thinking that meant with the word. So you had to have your conversation full of the word, right? Seasoned with the word. Mm-hmm. But I just loved that it could be wit or sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of opened up a whole new thing for me. And I liked it. Think of how different our world would be if all of our conversations were filled with grace, wit, sense, and some life-building words and affirmations. Mm-hmm. Ladies, and something that's going to preserve it. Let's get salty. We need to get salty. <laughs> well, didn't you always want to be a salty old lady? I did. <laughs> but I thought I've never heard that term, but I'm liking it. <laughs> oh, well, I, I heard my sister use it um, probably about six months. Oh, maybe at Christmas time. And she said, um, well, my son did this and that. I'm feeling a little salty. Yeah. And I'm like, salty? <laughs> and then I heard her use it again, kind of in the same way. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that must be mad <laughs> or irritated. So, Well, like you think of like a salty sailor, you know, that's not Urgh. something necessarily that, um, that's not the context we want. You know, but my sister says the same thing. She says, oh, you know, naps are rough. We're, we're a little salty today. Oh, you know, um, you think about like a salty dog or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to, okay, so wait. We'll have to temper our salt. <laughs> yeah. I, Angie was telling me a story about a sailor she knew who was very salty. Would be oh, yeah. But she had good memories of him. Like, he had that sailor language or whatever, but she listened to him. He had these different perspectives. He had these different ideas, you know? Well, I just um, Googled Maybe. feeling salty, and it says <laughs> um, the act of being upset, angry, or bitter as a result of being Ooh. made fun of or embarrassed. Well, that's uh, an interesting, kind yeah. of absolutely the opposite of what we're talking about yeah. here. Yeah. Well, don't be Well, that we're salty. redefining bless your heart. What? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Might as well after salt too. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll lean toward the conversations full of grace, um, being seasoned with grace, so that we know how to answer everyone, and we will, um, we'll, we'll maybe internalize some of that salt, and let it be flavored with grace. Um, my commentary actually says that the traditional Greek meaning of grace included pleasant and graceful speech. Mm-hmm. Greeks often portrayed pleasant speech as honeyed. So this would be like a sweet honey and salt, which would kind of, if you, you know, spend any time in the kitchen, you know that salt can kind of bring some of that out. Like when you're making toffee or when you do chocolate or caramel, you know, you put a little bit of that salt on it and it's an enhancer too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sounds good. How about that? I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Cooking lessons from Suzanne on the Faithlift Sisters. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, I told you my new kitchen was going to make me a better cook. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, so anyway, well, that pretty much, um, well, we have one more day um, that we will get together and talk about the very end of Colossians here. And it's gonna, we're going to address just the final greetings that Paul has for people. Um, remember, this is a letter that he's writing from his um, home imprisonment. And so he will um, kind of wrap things up at the end of his letter um, as they're passed along. He'll say, hey, you know, say what's up to this person. How's it going to this person? Um, you know, take him. Of course, not exactly like that. Um, but, you know, uh, that's how he'll finish things up. And so we will address all of that in our last Colossians episode that we will have up for you. Um but is there anyone who would like to finish us up today with um, grace and salt? Well, I'd be happy to do that. Okay. Great. All right. Father, we thank you again for the time that you've um, provided for us. This time to come together and fellowship, enjoy one another, and enjoy you, um, and enjoy your word, Father. Your word is sweet. Um, it's sweeter than I come for us. And so, Father, we just pray that for everyone who's heard this today, that they'll find that sweetness there as well. Lord, we thank you that you speak to us with compassion and grace, and sometimes with wit and good sense too, Lord. Mm -hmm. um, help us when we open our mouths to be like Jesus and to speak with those same characteristics and those same qualities. Um, Father, because we do want um, to be like you. Your word says that men are drawn to you because of your goodness. And so, Father, when we open our mouths, I pray that your goodness will come out of it and that will draw people to you. Father, thank you for this time today, for all of your blessings. Lord, these are crazy days out there right now amidst all this pandemic stuff that's going on and all the social distancing. But Lord, we know that you can make a way where there is no way and so we thank you that you've made a way for us to share your word um, with each other and with everyone else that's listening. And we thank you, Father, that you have made a way um, for your people always, that you are a good father and a good God. And so we just praise you and we worship you. Um, and we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Ha <laughs> <laughs>